Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Joining us now from, what do we call it, 0-3, on-3? Uh, on-3, like, like on-3, hot, 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 you know? Football. How about one more? You only did two. Okay. I'll take it back. I'll I'll send that up the, the corporate ladder. I'll let them know. You have to say, hut, hut, hut. You have to say, give me the third one. Mm. See, this is, this is your invaluable knowledge coming to the forefront. Yeah, I'm just a veteran observer. Nate Bauer <laughs> from On3. That's right. Well, uh, bef- still, still Blue White Illustrated. So... Blue White Illustrated at on3.com. So very that's what it is. I know. It's very confusing. So hey, if I, I go to... I plug? Yes, well, I'm, because people are probably wondering, how do they get to it? So it's Blue White yeah, Illustrated, they, one, one word, or... Blue White Illustrated, one word, dot com. We'll take you to our new website, on our new home, it is a dollar to subscribe to our premium content for a year. Please Blue White. help me feed Illust- my family. Sign up for that one dollar. So Blue White Illustrated. Dot com. What's the rest? That's it. Dot com. Dot com. That's it. It'll take you right there. It's beautiful. And most okay. important... We're all there. The whole gang of Blue White Illustrated has moved to this new network, and it's pretty awesome. Well, good. You know, and this and this will feed your kids. This will, I mean, hopefully, my my second Oliver, oof, he eats quite a bit. So, <laughs> you know, these eight month olds. Eating me out of house and home. I know. So I don't want to do anything that says on three, right? Just have to say bluewhiteillustrated.com. Bluewhiteillustrated.com. That's it. Mm, It's it's so simple. I hope because it doesn't bring me there. Oh, no. Mm. Exactly. Oh, no. Oh, no. Google is another thing that you can use. Anything that says Blue White Illustrated will get you to us one way or okay. another. All right. It'll I'll, be great. I'll trust you. You're going to love it. I will. All right, so, uh, look, there, there are no moral victories, okay? Sure. But sure. what was your evaluation of level of play coming out of Saturday night? So I'm, I'm, I'm going to repeat myself because I've, I've felt this way Saturday night, and then I have been saying it since that Jair Brown had a very interesting comment after the game that they don't look at the scoreboard, okay? And as the losing team, that feels like a very convenient thing to say, but it struck me as this essential disconnect between fan, media, 
even coaches, and then the actual player on the field. Because the actual player on the field is looking to win his rep, right? Like, that is how the game is broken down, is by snaps, and it is your responsibility as 11 to beat the other 11 for as many plays as you possibly can. And so all of that is a long way of me saying Penn State won a bunch of reps on Saturday night against arguably one of the best teams in the country at their place with Penn State coming off of some some real disappointment. And so to, to me, I think the Penn State watched film yesterday and absolutely had things that needed to be corrected, things, opportunities that weren't taken advantage of, so on and so forth, but can still come out of that game and will come out of that game feeling as though it should feel invigorated. It should feel optimistic heading into this final month of the season. Well, there's no question. So let's start with this. Uh, Going into the game, Penn State was – on first down, 57% run, 43% pass, at least based on my raw numbers, and I keep track of it myself every game. And I had said in the pregame show, I felt like they may have need to reverse it and go 60-40 pass. Well, it ended up they went 61-31. Okay? What do you think that approach meant to what we saw? Well, you know, look, I, I mean, I think that the – the basic proposition going into that game wasn't whether or not Penn State could pass effectively. It it has done that this season. It's whether or not Penn State could keep its quarterback upright and give him the time to operate because his limitations physically have not eliminated his ability to escape the pocket, but it it has dampened that, I think. And so, really, it became to me, all right, is he going, is Sean Clifford going to have an opportunity to get the ball out? Because Penn State's receivers are not bad. They're good. John Dotson is good. Parker Washington is good. Andre Lambert-Smith is, you know, he's still young, but he's coming along. Um, and so for an Ohio State secondary that had shown previously that it can be beaten and that it, it is a secondary willing to keep everything in front of it uh, in exchange for preventing the deep ball and, and giving up the back-breaking play through the passing game, uh, Penn State was able to, to operate in that space, right? Like, Sean Clifford was able to – like, it was – it was both ends of the spectrum because the reality is the four sacks that Ohio State had in that game dictated the outcome. He dropped back 52 times or threw 52 passes, but it was the four plays, the four sacks, and one other pressure that really impacted how that game swung. Um, so there, there were opportunities. There were things that Penn State was able to take advantage of in the passing game. Uh, it's just that the, on the few instances where it couldn't, it, it was very, very damaging to, to Penn State. Uh, it, James always talks about 
Um, big plays, turnovers. Yep. Okay? All the time. And Penn State turned it over three times, got only one yep. because of that yep. initial exchange. And there was the 38-yard touchdown pass, the run back for a touchdown, and the 68-yard run, run by Henderson. Yep. I thought it was graphic that, in the end, that's really the only difference between the two because the turnovers produced 10 points and a 9-point win. Oh, Ohio State beat Penn State the way that Penn State wants to beat everyone else. Like, period. Uh, right. Henderson did not have a great game. His his numbers were great, but and I'm not even going to call him pedestrian, but Penn State, for the most part, held him in check defensively. He had three runs of seven yards or better. Because I only say that because he had one run of seven yards. Right. That's it. Right. I mean, out of 28 carries. But, but. <laughs> but when he needed he, two big ones, he got two big ones. Correct. And, I mean, I literally just got done uh, having this conversation with a colleague. Penn State doesn't have that. Penn, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. Penn, James Franklin can look at the, the numbers after the game, and, and you know, sometimes they, they tell – a different story, right? So the the rushing game was able to generate a couple of touchdowns for Penn State on Saturday night. So so there were improvements made in that department, but at 2.2 yards per carry, it's not even the 2.2 yard per, yards per carry. It's the fact that there were, I mean, was there a run longer than 15 yards for Penn State? Uh, longest was 11. Longest was 11. And that's the issue. See, I don't think right? you don't think I pay attention. No, I I know you do. <laughs> if anyone does, it's you. No, but like that's what we're talking about here. Is yeah. you get you get a hand like th- th- these teams are built to compete with each other. These games, like it's not an accident that Penn State is so competitive with Ohio State because. Mm-hmm. When evenly matched or close or in the ballpark, that is how college football games are won or lost on five to ten plays a game. And yep. the difference in this one is that Ohio State had more of those plays than Penn State did, both defensively and offensively. Certainly the turnovers that Ohio State was able to create, obviously when you spot them seven on a fumble return for a touchdown, when your offense is on their side of the field. That is a backbreaker. But so, too, is the 70-yard reception, right, for Smith. Like, um, or Dick, excuse me, I can't pronounce his name. Um, the the Ohio State receiver who who had the big Jack, chunk Jackson play. Smith, Jackson Smith and Jigma. There you go. Um, it's my job to know those things. Yeah, you know, I, I it's been a no, long I'm, few that's days. What I, no, that's what I always <laughs> say to Jack all the time. And same thing with James. James will talk about numbers on Thursday night, and then I'll give who the names are, because that's my job. It's not his job. Yeah. So, well, yeah. In any case, those plays, that run, that run uh, by Henderson, and then that pass, you know, like those are, those are difference-making plays. And 
Ohio State was able to make them and Penn State wasn't. And, you know, they find themselves on the losing end of another game because of it. The red zone defense this year, they've had three takeaways. They've given up a total of 20 scores, 12 or field goals. Yep. On Saturday night, five trips into the red zone by that vaunted Ohio State offense, and they had four field goals and a touchdown. What does that tell us about what we're watching defensively? They're, they are above great. Like, they are they are a nearly elite defensive unit. They are very, very good. They have been all season. There's nothing else to see. It's not like the jury is still out. Uh, if you give up 26 points as an offense, or excuse me, as a defense at Ohio State, that's you've done your job. You really have. And not only did they give up 26 points as a defense at Ohio State and everything that Ohio State has been offensively this season, but Penn State's offense put it in enough holes that it, it becomes that much more impressive, right? When, when Ohio State's average starting field position is their 34, but, I mean, look, look at these numbers. Ohio State started with the ball at their own 47. They started at the Penn State at midfield effectively, at the Penn State 28-yard line. I mean, those are those are tough spots to be in as a defense. So for, for, for Penn State's defense to have been able to withstand that and still hold uh, Ohio State to 26 points offensively, like that that has to be good enough. You, you As an offense, Penn State right. needs to yeah. be able to produce enough uh, to win in that type of an environment. Now next up, Maryland. So that brings up November. What kind of statement can this team make in November? Yeah, I mean, look, like everything everything is in front of them for sure. I mean, certainly the way that the Iowa and Illinois game played out for Penn State is, is tremendously disappointing, right? Because I think that everyone knows if Sean Clifford is healthy for both of those games, you're probably looking at at least one different outcome, if not two, okay? So instead of five and three, we're talking about seven and one, potentially. However, it is what it is now, okay? And this five and three team now has to, and again, like I just keep coming back to this, but Maryland can score points, okay? Tunga Viola is coming off a career high to 419. So. Okay. They can score some points, even against a very, very good Penn State defense. Maryland's mm-hmm. defense, not very good, has not been consistent this season, and at times they have gotten lit up. Can Penn State's offense, no matter the circumstances, but going on the road, coming off three straight losses, put up the points that it has to put up to win a game like this. And people people look and say, okay, well, and, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I'm sure you are. You look and you say, okay, well, Penn State just took the number five team in the country at their place to effectively the wire, right? I mean, the game was in doubt with five minutes to play. Uh, if Penn State's offense can't score more than 24 points at Maryland, or coughs up three turnovers, it's probably going to lose the game. They're probably going to lose. 
So that's what this is about, is can Penn State's offense go out and score enough to win, get back into the wins column, get to six, okay, set up that game with Michigan, and then go from there. Because that's, that's, that's really kind of the reality of these last four games, is outside of Rutgers, Penn State's going to have to be able to do some things offensively to be able to, to collect the wins that it's expecting to collect or wants to collect. So the big pitch here in the end is about getting your kid to college. That's correct. That is that is correct. But we've already had this discussion. Now Stella's three; she doesn't really understand. But we told her, if you don't go to Penn State, you're on your own. We get a little bit of a discount there. You know, it's it's her choice. But uh, basically, their their college choices have already been. But we have to get enough people over to the site to make this happen. That's correct. That's Discount correct. or not. Penn State, Blue White Illustrated at On3. If you look up Penn State On3.com on Google, it'll take you to us. If you type in Blue White illustrated.com it'll bring you to us it's a dollar for a year uh, uh, frankly steve I, I expect to see i mean what's the what's the reach of this radio station it's got to be like eight million right parking lot eight million somewhere in between okay <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm expecting a spike this, this station after this, this show. station this station ten thousand watts okay not not small, big reach. That's what I'm saying. And, and a lot of and a lot of numbers on the podcast. A lot there, of I mean, like Matt, tons of numbers on the podcast. Correct. Oh yeah, especially the last couple months. And these these are Penn State fans. Come on, let's go, let's do it. We think most of them are. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, always a pleasure. Great talking with you before the game. We we didn't get into some of the things we talked about before the game, but at some point we might. <laughs> I, I'm always around, and I'm happy to chat anytime you'll have me, Steve. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. You know that. Same. Likewise. Well, I'll catch you. Uh, I'll catch you Saturday. College. Sounds Park. great. Look forward to it. Perfect. Look All forward right. to it. Thanks, bud.